I've been interviewing people for a while now, and this one has been in the works in my brain for over three years, man. Ryan Mack, I found you in the pandemic, as a lot of people did, just scrolling, and uh, <laughs> you did a cover of Justin Bieber, Holy, and, oh, cool. or your version of it. Yeah, and yeah. I owe you a thank you, sir, because that is part of the reason that I have the radio show I do today. Oh, Wow. wow. <laughs> You're like, go on, explain. Yeah, well, uh, uh, I'm like, that's immense pressure if you had told me that before. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the pressure's already over, man. You're, you're killing yeah, it. Yeah, and the yeah. show's, show's doing well, too. So we, we both succeeded. But no, uh, I was in radio for a very long time. I'm summarizing this quickly, and I left. Yeah. I wasn't happy with how it was being run. I, I didn't love that it wasn't spotlighting up-and-coming musicians or just songs that weren't necessarily being pushed by a label or a management structure. Uh and I had this idea, and I, I have a lot of cool partners that were on board with it going like, hey, well, what if we feature a different cover every night? What if we feature musicians from around the world and their unique takes on songs? And we used your video as an example of like what this would look like and what it would sound like. And a year and some change in now, man, we feature musicians every single night, and you're part of the reason of that. Wow. Well, thanks. I'm honored. And um, yeah, that was kind of just an off the cuff thing and like if i hadn't have done that i guess you know that's kind of one of the cool things about music and art in general you know that yeah. was something to me that i was just like oh, i'm just having fun here and then it sparked something else in your mind and then you know everything else goes the way For it sure. does so and, and i mean but that's your music in general so you know you started with a lot of these covers and uh, we can go into the history of it we we yeah, know yeah, the, the boy band story we know you've been in music for a while we know your dad was a mm -hmm. hobbyist musician uh but i want to focus more on what you're doing right now because i think it's so cool how you've navigated TikTok to instagram to going on tour with ajr to your own headlining tour in five different countries big things on the way i should have stayed at home i heard this track and i hit up your manager and i was like dude i know we've been talking about trying to figure out an interview in the right time yeah this is the one this is the one that i need to talk to him about good yeah 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 it's, i mean i've been like you said you touched on i've been in music for a long time and it's kind of like you know, you, you've hit so many bumps in the road, uh, as you probably know, in, in music in general, not just the, the actual music side of it, but the business as a whole, yeah. you know, there's many setbacks, many, you know, things that kind of maybe you mightn't agree with um, that are run that way. And then, and then you just kind of have to go your own way. And uh, as Fleetwood Mac once said, you know, go your own way. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of like, that's, that's what I'm doing now. I'm just, I'm creating music that I like. The reason I first got into music was because I liked the sound, you know, I liked music. I liked playing the thing. The, re the reason I wrote my first song was because I just wanted to create something. I didn't do it because there was people awaiting to listen to it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think we get caught up in that world these days and people try to like, like, oh, I need another song because there's like 2 million people that follow me and they want to hear it, you know, just make it because you want to make it. And then yeah. the rest will, the rest will happen, you know? You, you mentioned Fleetwood Mac, do you remember a song or the song or the artist that you kind of yeah you've been around music growing up but that that first song you went wait someone wrote that and it kind of clicked like i could write something too i could create something out of scratch too yeah um i can't remember like a particular song but i remember a particular uh writer uh and that's kind of like ryan tedder mm -hmm. um so once i kind of public, yeah 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 and i started uncovering the fact that like people wrote songs for other people and like general public might not know that, like, you know, they know now and it's this whole thing now and, and people yeah. make, you know, 
their career off writing for other people. But at the time, I couldn't fathom that, wow, like, you know, Leona Lewis didn't write Bleeding Love or Beyonce didn't write Halo. It was like, mm -hmm. there was this guy, Ryan Tedder, who's in One Republic, who had his own successful band at the time. Sure. But he had these other songs that were just crazy big. I remember that just like blowing my mind. And I was like, whoa, I could, you know, write songs for other people and create something and have them be the vessel for it. Uh, and that's, yeah, I just kind of fell in love. Then it, it opened up the confines of like, you have to write a song that's suitable for Ryan Mack. I was like, I can just write any song and okay, yeah. if it's not mine, then maybe a year down the line, somebody, you know, like Leona Lewis takes the song there and then it becomes, it, it comes to life. So that was definitely one. And then John Bellion, uh, who's a big inspiration of mine. Um, once I seen like, once I found his music and then I seen the songs that he'd written before, I was yeah. like, this is, it's crazy how, how people are super successful on both sides of the coin. Yeah, John Bellion, if you don't know, uh, you should. But I, I mean, his yeah. most successful probably single song was All Time Low. But I mean, this guy yeah. is not only a writer. I loved his entire album that he put out a couple of years ago. I got the chance to meet and talk with him then. Uh, but he's also like the creative mind behind the new Jonas Brothers album right now, too. If yeah, you're like, yeah, putting yeah. things together, you're going, wait. Uh, and you have a lot of those. You have you, Julia Michaels. You have all these people that have success in their own right, but also write for other people. And then mm -hmm. you have songwriters that are super talented that you don't know their name and you probably never will, but they're behind no. a ton of hits. Um, but you're kind of, you're navigating both. And I love that. Uh, what, where's the inspiration coming from? Because everything is wildly relatable. I, I it's, it <laughs> obviously you're speaking from a point of a 20 something, a 30 something that like we all kind of go through it. And I, yeah, yeah. do you, would you accredit that to the pandemic to kind of be in this situation where like we're all kind of unified and our beliefs. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, with TikTok specifically, so I, to kind of summarize it briefly, I was doing like, you know, uh, covers gigs. I was playing other people's songs in pubs mm -hmm. and restaurants and bars before the pandemic. And, um, I just kind of been doing it. It was like a weekly job. Like I'd do a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I'd do a Monday and I'd be making decent money. And then the pandemic hits and I couldn't do it. So, um, I kind of, I had this recording equipment at home and I was like, why don't I just like put a, a cover up a day on TikTok?" And I was doing that. And from like March until August, I got like 3000 followers, which like is growth. But at the yeah. time I'd seen other people just like skyrocket over like a yeah, four second like, video of a lip sync or something yeah yeah and you're like what's going on they've got like a hundred thousand followers then they've got like 10 million followers you know and i was like what am i doing wrong you know um and then my girlfriend said to me you know you need to like you know just write some songs or else you're gonna have to get a job so i ended up writing broke uh which was about having no money and not being able to uh kind of make money at music at the time and it was just r brutally honest and raw. And it took me like two hours to write, uh, which I feel like everybody says about like one of their most turning point songs. Like, oh, it took like sure. two hours to write, but it genuinely was just like fell out of me. Well, there's um, a reason for that. It, I mean, the, the stuff that yeah. is the most real, the most authentic typically is pretty quick. It does pour out of you. For sure. Yeah. Because like you said, it's authentic. It's real. It's like you don't overthink it. You're just like, this is how it is. And that's you know gonna be it um and yeah then i put that up on tiktok and i remember when i put it up i was like yeah you know maybe people might relate to it because like i'm sure a lot of people are broke and then it was like the first time i posted and i used to do this thing like i'd post i'd check for a minute and then i'd be like get frustrated because i'm like what am i doing i'm putting so much time and effort and then i go for a walk and i come back and it'd still be the same and this mm -hmm. particular time i posted it i went on it hadn't really done well and i was like oh 
screw that. I'm going for a walk. And I just went for a walk and I came back and I remember it done like 30,000 views in an hour. And I was like, whoa, what? This is kind of different. weird. Yeah. And then overnight it did like 140K views. And then I started going up followers and within a month I hit 100,000. So I started kind of realizing then that people wanted the, the honest stuff, not just like this kind of made up like what I thought they wanted to hear. I just ended mm -hmm. up writing what it was actually happening to me and that ended up changing everything. Well, you also embraced the haters too. What was her name? Allison or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we love her. Allison, we appreciate yeah. the comment, but yeah, when yeah, someone's I like, mean, we'll it's... get a real job then, you know, it's like, wait, yeah. that's, the, that's not the point. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can, I can see her side of the argument too. You know, sure, it's a, yeah. like a, mu a musician, a broke musician screaming into a microphone about having no money and complaining. And like, you know, people who are hardworking are just like, you know, put on your boots and get to work if the, if you're going to complain that much. But, uh, but yeah, that was kind of a, just a prime example of turning a negative comment into a positive kind of video and Situation. outcome. So, yeah. yeah. How, how would you describe the transition of, you know, it is very easy to fall into a rhythm of Thursday through Monday playing a pub and you make enough money to get by and it's fine. But, you know, there's really no growth as a musician. You're covering other people's songs or you're playing the same things again and again. You're probably even seeing a lot of the same crowds sometimes. Yeah. transitioning from that to writing by yourself to now once again playing in front of an audience but massive audiences and your own original material yeah yeah uh, one major thing is from the doing the uh, covers gigs and the pubs and so if you deal with a lot of different crowds and like like i said i was doing it like four four or five nights a week like some christmases i would literally be doing seven nights a week with like two during the day so i could be doing nine wow. gigs in a week yeah, yeah. it's crazy so you kind of learn how to deal with a crowd um and how to occupy like an awkward silence or like how to really if you sit there and just play the songs you're just going to play the songs and the crowd aren't going to interact so i i used to have to like engage with them and you you get like you become comfortable in these awkward situations so then when i went on tour with ajr you know you're going out you're an opening act the crowd aren't necessarily there for you well they're not they're there for ajr or the, or right. the actual headline act so you've got to go out and wrangle them and get them to like you so i just was kind of like everything i learned from those years just kind of came back and it was like not being afraid to take the mic and ask them to do something or ask them to sing something back. Because when I was gigging in the pubs, I was like, sing along if you know the words, you know, and you've got to kind of do that with songs that they don't know the words. So you've got to teach them. Um, yeah. But it's just, it, it builds a confidence and it hardens the skin in a way that like nothing else really will. And you can't teach it to somebody. You've got to get out there and just actually experience it. It's stage presence. It's not taught. It's learned. Yeah. Um, for but sure. for what it's worth, too, if you're going to open for someone, AJR and their crowd, that's I'm pretty tight with the guys. And I remember talking to them when you first announced the the interview or the uh, the tour. And I was like, wait, hang on. Because uh, I've, yeah. I've been watching this guy. And I was talking, I think it was with Jack about it. And he was like, dude, we found this guy. Like, we're super excited. He matches our energy on stage. Yeah. That's that's a pretty good crowd to kind of, hey, I have some original music. Let me play for you because they will pay attention. Yeah. And like the, the, the thing was when I first put up broke, it was like, I got a lot of like comparison to AJR. People were like, mm -hmm. oh, this is such AJR vibes because I was, it was original and raw and it was kind of un unearthing the uh, kind of things that people maybe didn't want to admit, you know, it, it's in this business. Everyone's like, I've got money and chains and cars and stuff. And I'm sitting there going, I've no money and no cars and <laughs> I can't even pay, pay for my car. I wish bill. you the worst <laughs> in the yeah, most yeah, loving yeah, way exactly. possible. Yeah. I hope you're still <laughs> on your favorite shirt. I heard that yeah, line so, and I just kind of paused and I was like, cause I had just gone through a breakup right when that came out too, where you're kind of uh, conflicted with this, like, 
you don't want to hate a person and you don't want to take yeah. the low road but like man i hope they have a bad date i really do yeah yeah yeah. You, you're a little bit petty underneath it all you're <laughs> just a little, a little bit, bit. Just, yeah. just a little, just a little bit, bit. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, those song, all those songs kind of they went down really well with AJR, and the crowd were so receptive and just they were there for a good time. And I think as a support act, if you realize that you're there to entertain that crowd and warm them up for the main act, if you can like just kind of go out and 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 make that known, be like, I'm just here to entertain you. Get ready for AJR. You win them over immediately. If you yeah. just start talking about AJR, you win them over. Well, now you're in that really fun uh, phase era, if you will, where you get to both be a support act for people like Bastille, no big deal. Yeah. And also, yeah. I know you're working on another tour coming up too. So real quick, I don't want to take too much of your time because the time difference, I know you're like mid-afternoon, I'm just waking up. But Yeah, I'm good though. I'm good. What a, What is in the works? I know you just released I Should Have Stayed at Home. I, I know someone like you, you probably have songs in the chest or in the, the chamber ready to go. Uh, I know we're working on a tour potentially, but are you coming yeah. across the states? What's going on here? Yeah, so I'm actually I'm doing a, another tour in um, it's kind of like end of the year, October, November, and I'm looking at getting the states on that. Obviously, it's it's tough for me because I'm Irish, so I've got to like get the visa to kind of correspond sure. and everything line up. All so that we're just small working. little detail that <laughs> legally entering a country and whatnot. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're, we're currently uh, kind of doing that because my, my biggest fan base is America, which is crazy. So, um, and Americans love Irish, so I gotta get over there quick. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm working on a tour. I've got songs coming out. I was actually just working on a song before I hopped on here. I'm actually going to America in two days' time on a holiday. Um, so oh, wow. it's gonna be my first my first time ever in America. Which first is cool. time? At, where are you going? New first York? Time or? Ever? No, I'm going to Florida. Uh, <laughs> that's the most American <laughs> is that like <laughs> vintage the, the most vacation like just instant, are you going to Disney instant. of course of course <laughs> I love it it's either, it's either I'm retiring in Florida yeah. or I'm going on a holiday going yeah. to Disney yeah we actually just broadcast the show from Disneyland which is in California but uh, we, we've been yeah. quite a bit so it's you'll, you'll yeah, have I'm a going, blast I'm going, I'm going everywhere. I'm going, well, I'm going to Orlando. I'm doing. I, initially, I hit Orlando, and then I head to on a cruise on a Royal Caribbean cruise. So I'm hitting all Jamaica and the Bahamas. He's getting a proper stuff. holiday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need it, man. I need it. And then I come back, and then we do uh, like five, six nights in Orlando. So we're going to do Universal and and Disney World, and then um, yeah, then I'll be back in in October, hopefully, to do my own gigs in like New York, probably California. Uh, and then I might do like somewhere middle, like Texas, maybe. Uh, I've got a big Chicago. fan base in Texas. Kind Chicago. Of a big I've deal. got a big yeah. fan base in Chicago as well. That's like where my, we are right uh, now. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what what it is in the Chicago water, but I'm. Uh, it's like one of my biggest on Spotify. One of my biggest regions. Um, I'll, I'll take credit for that. We pl we play your stuff. Yeah, it's all you, Eric. Right? It's all you, man. <laughs> Just jamming it out. Um, yeah, no, but, but yeah, we're so we're I, we're syndicated. We're across. Uh, you're gonna do amazing in New York. I I actually lived in New York for five years. Uh, you're gonna love it. Cool. California will be great. I can't wait for you to hit the states. Give me this bone. Uh, without giving out too many details, the song that you're working on right now that you you had just closed the Logic session right before this. Just give me like a phrase. Open. Oh, is it still open? Give me a phrase so that when it's released, I know. Hey, that's the song that he was working on that right before our interview okay so it's um the concept is basically 
Well, the first, what was the first line? I'll get, I'll get it on my phone. I'll get the first line that I wrote down. We're in the, we're in the early stages. I love this. This is literally, I've only two lines. Um, and it's, I'd love to say I'm over you. So it's a kind of like, you want to admit that you're over somebody, but mm -hmm. realistically you're not. So you're kind of telling them, I'd love to say that I'm over you and that I'm happy that you're with someone new. But you know, the fact is I'm absolutely hating every minute of it. So it's just like, you're kind of, you're kind of telling them, I'd, I'd love to say that I am, but I'm really, really not dealing well with it. So yeah, it's kind of, nice. um, it's kind of going to be a bit of a heartbreaker. Um, but, and I'm not, I'm not going through a breakup. I just kind of <laughs> started, I just started writing it and I was like, you're like you I want to clarify. I'm happy. I'm good. But yeah, yeah, know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I've been in that point. Yeah. Some of that best yeah, stuff yeah, was yeah, written but, from that, that third person or from experience of the past, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I've gone through breakups, so it's definitely, um, that doesn't leave you, you know? Yeah. Um, so you can definitely, and, and I mean, Harry Potter's not real and JK Rowling wrote many books about it. So uh, you got to mean wizards you, aren't real. Damn. Yeah. Well, you know, we might see them in universal studios. Who knows? You will, you will, you'll have the best time, man. <laughs> I was actually just, uh, just there not too long ago. It's, it's fun. It's, it's a good time. What's the, what's the best ride I should get on at universal. Oh man. Or any of them. Um, Disney World too. I'm going there too. I could do both. Yeah. My, my buddy actually used to work for Disney. So I, I spent more time than I'm proud to admit at those parks. <laughs> uh, at, at Universal, the Gringotts ride is amazing because they opened the Diagon Alley, which is not the original Harry Potter world. That's an Islands of Adventure. The other park is, um, is, is the Gringotts ride. That's amazing. And then at okay. Disney, dude, you got to do Tron. So they just opened it. It's uh, yeah, it's this I've new roller coaster in the Magic Kingdom, and it's the one that it's a light cycle, and it, you ride it like a motorcycle, like you actually straddle and like put your hands on a handlebar. Oh, really? And it hits like sixty miles per hour. It's incredible. They just, I think it opened like a month ago, so you're there just in time. Uh, but oh. I got to ride it in Shanghai. So they originally opened oh, it at cool. Disneyland Shanghai, and they just moved it over here. So those oh, are my wow. recommendations for sure. And does it do a loop de loop or anything? I don't think it goes upside down. No. Um, okay. I can't no, deal but with also rock and roller coaster. You'll love that's uh, that's at Hollywood Studios because that's Aerosmith themed. So they blast okay. rock music in your ears while you're like oh, on this. No. That one goes upside down. Oh, I don't know if I can deal with upside down. <laughs> uh, it's in the dark. You won't know. You won't know. I'm like I used to be the I used to call myself the human coat hanger because like when I went with my friends to the uh, fun fair when I was younger. I used to be like, yeah, I'm going to get on everything. And then I get down there and I just kind of get scared. And I would just put my hands out like this and I'd be like, yeah, I'll hold your coat. And I just hold all my <laughs> friends' coats as I watch them. So I'm the human coat hanger, man. I love that. Uh, this time I'm going to Disney. I'm going to Universal. So I got to get over it and get on a few. I'm going to get on yeah. Hagrid's ride, the, the motorbike one. I think. Hagrid's ride is great so, too. That one doesn't go upside down. You'll be fine. Yeah. That's fun. I'll let you know how I get on. Yeah, please, please. And then when you actually make it to like New York, Chicago, LA, We'll link up for sure. Uh, we're traveling yeah, all the sure, time, man. so we'll, we'll see you at one of those shows. I'll make a point of it. Uh, one last question. This one's just for me because it's one of the first things I noticed about you when I started following you, and this is, God, it's going on three years now. The umbrella yeah. tattoo. I saw that, and I was like, this is so dope. I I've been considering something very similar on my arm. Uh, yeah. What's the, the quick story behind it, if you're, if you're comfortable sharing? Yeah, of course. So um, it's actually... Originally, the, the the logo is from Bring Me the Horizons album. Sure, uh, it's called That's the Spirit. Yep. And that's not the reason I got it initially. So the <laughs> massive song... Bring Me the Horizon fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like them. I do yeah. like them. But I just thought I, I thought the logo was cool, and and the lo the emblem I wanted was an umbrella because 
the first song that I had to ever hit a million streams, which was a huge milestone for me at the time, uh, was a song I have called Got You Covered. And it's mm -hmm. like an old school, like I released it in 2019. Um, and it reached a million streams. And I was like, oh, I want to get something to commemorate it. And in the album or the, the artwork for the single, it's me holding an umbrella over uh, my girlfriend. Like it's like a drawing, but I'm yeah. holding an umbrella over a girl and covering her whilst I'm getting wet. So I was like, I want to get, an umbrella to commemorate it and i found this cool one and i happened to like bring me the horizon too so i got I it. it for what it's worth everyone thinks uh, it's I'm umbrella academy i think no umbrella no, academy but I've, I've never seen that either that's, that's, it's it's more the i did just watch it i was very late to the game it's very good for what it's worth um but i was like the last friend in the group to see it uh but <laughs> that's funny you mentioned bring me the horizon i'm a huge pop punk guy at my core too so like yeah, all-time love oh, the disco like let's go mm -hmm. I need to hear yeah. your voice on something pop punk soon. That would be incredible. Even if oh, it's just man, a cover. I'd love to. That's it. what I grew I, I grew up on a lot of pop punk. Like not a not a lot of people kind of know that I'm literally a diehard uh, pop punk fan. Like when I grew up, the only channel that I would really have on in uh like this back when you're rocking music videos all the time yeah. uh was kerrang like i just used to bump yes. kerrang all the time i would let boys like girls you know all that kind of stuff all time low mariana's trench was a big one for me um oh, yeah. i'm just crazy into Dude, it and we're like, gonna, but even we're gonna before, get on so well this is great i'm actually yeah, gonna yeah, see yeah. all time low in nashville uh for their acoustic no show in a couple weeks yeah um, yeah, all right, man. So well, good. I, 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 I could talk to you for hours. I'm sure we'll get a chance Likewise, soon, man. hopefully in person. But uh, I appreciate yeah. you taking the time, man. And Ryan Neck, I should have stayed at home out now. And then uh, a new song on the way that we're working on that we got a little sneak yeah, peek for of. Sure. All right. Many new songs. That's amazing, dude. Thank you so much. That was great.